Welcome to this episode of Naked Men Talking, a podcast exploring naturism and the power of getting your clothes off. I'm Gareth Johnson. On today's episode, we're joined by Naked Rocky. Based in California, Naked Rocky describes himself as an exhibitionist and is keen to get naked anywhere and anytime. Naked Rocky, welcome. Hi. Thank you for uh, including me in this adventure. Uh, no, it's an honor because I've been following your Twitter and I'm interested in your approach to getting naked and the way that you document that. I was wondering, just as a starting point, would you describe yourself as a naturist or is it the exhibitionism the main reason that you get naked? Um, well, I think it, it starts a long, long time ago, probably in my mid to, to late 20s. I just I just felt comfortable, started feeling comfortable in my skin. Some of us take much longer in our lives to to get to that point but i just felt comfortable in my skin and it was just hard to keep clothes on me uh and as time you know went by that was just more and more of a, a thing where i just preferred to not be wearing clothes so as time went on i just got to know more people who were like-minded and uh so i started to you know, hang out with people that just didn't mind being naked or didn't mind having naked people around them or were just comfortable with nudity. Um, and as time went by, you know, most people would see the things that I do as exhibitionism in its purest form. But to me, it's all about my knowing my environment. And I'm the kind of person that Yes, I'd love to be naked anywhere and anytime I can be, but I also don't want to offend those people around me who are not quite ready to have that part exposed to them. So I'm always trying to be very aware of my surroundings, aware of the people around me. And while I probably would define myself as an exhibitionist, I just uh, I just want everybody to be comfortable around me. So if you don't mind me being, being naked, I'm happy to be my complete 100% self in front of you but uh you know for those that don't i try to protect them from that so i don't cause any conflicts when you think back to those early days of exploring you know the the appeal of getting your clothes off can you describe how you sort of went about that were you in california at the time i mean yeah and i'm not calling you out but that was probably a pre-internet time as well so how did you sort of connect with other people and start to sort of build that confidence yeah, it was a it was a pre-internet time, you know. That was back in the days of you know the Dameron guides and uh, the nudist magazines and and that types of things. Um, I think my first foray into public nudity or being nude around other people was going to uh, nude resorts in Palm Springs. Ah, uh, yeah. What were the nudist resorts of Palm Springs like at that time when you were exploring them? Well, in my experience, I only went to a few back then um, because I started gathering a group of naked friends around Los Angeles that we spent time together and, you know, like pool parties and things like that. But um, the news resorts that I went to when I was in Palm Springs um, back in the must have been 80s uh, or late mid to late 80s um, was uh, the sexuality in the current 
you know, nature of the resorts is more open, I think, than it was back then. It uh. was more of a, just being being naked in a group. Um, at least the ones I went to. There, of course, are some today where, you know, sexual activity is pretty much in your face and it's kind of like the bath bathhouse atmosphere in a just a resort style setting yeah no exactly but um it's funny it's just the uh the transition of my life and the people i came in contact with and uh the amount of people around me who like to be naked has fluctuated a lot through the years but uh it's uh, it's definitely been a constant part of my life being naked and so growing up, what was your relationship with your body like? Were you always confident about stripping off in public? Was that something, you know, when you look at your home life, was it a sort of a liberal environment, that kind of thing? Well, it definitely wasn't when I was growing up because I grew up in a in a fairly religious household and with a family who uh, did not like nudity at all. Um, but there was uh, just kind of a transition where, you know, as I left the house and started to develop my own personal life and, you know, moved on from family and lived by myself and or lived with others, went to college and whatnot. Um, I was just more comfortable with myself and my my own being uh, more and more as time went on and just felt like I didn't want to have clothes on. Mm. So uh, it, it wasn't part of my upbringing really at all. It was just kind of a, a feeling that was in me that kind of progressed over time uh, and just developed more and more over time. And how would you describe the way that you practice your naturism now? Is it you know, naked as much as possible or... I'm not sure quite how I'm asking that because you do document your public nudity as well. So mm -hmm. it, when do you have to put clothes on, I guess, is my question. Well, so it's kind of funny. I Well, as we're doing this interview, as you can tell that I, I am naked now, but it's like any time that I can not wear clothes, I'm not wearing clothes. Um, luckily, I have a situation here in my uh, place where I live. We have a private uh, patio. Um, I have immediate access to the garage where my Jeep is. So I'll just like literally walk out of the house naked, have a pair of shorts and a t-shirt in the car, get in the, get in the Jeep and, and drive to wherever I'm going to. And I usually don't get dressed until I actually get out of the vehicle. And sometimes it's not even until I'm out of the vehicle that I get dressed. Um, I just, uh, it's just kind of my, my routine and, and what I feel comfortable doing. And, uh, I work from home, so I'm literally naked all day. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's kind of my way of being, which is funny because I'm married and my husband used to be in doing pornography and you would think he'd be comfortable on his body, but he's clothed around the house all the time. <laughs> and I'm the one that's naked all the time. So it's just it's, it's kind of a, a funny, uh, funny situation. But in the way that you describe, you know, how you sort of avoid getting dressed until sort of the last moment that you have to almost, mm -hmm. is there a sexual element to that? Is that some sort of, you know, kink or thrill in terms of pushing those boundaries as far as you can? You know, is there a sense of someone is going to see you at some point and that's the kink? Um, I think that's probably part of it. Yeah, uh, there's definitely that desire to be seen, but I, I'm not like trying to particularly flaunt it. Um, I find that where I live, everybody is so into their own thing or into their phones or into whatever they're doing 
that they 99% of the time don't even notice that I'm, you know, either naked or I'm free balling or, you know, whatever the situation is. Um, but there's that, you know, small percentage of people that are looking for that, looking to see that, looking for that thrill. Oh my God, is he really naked in that car? I mean, you know, I've got off-road naked signs on my car. I've got naked Rocky on the door. I mean, it's like pretty clear what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I've actually, you know, I've had people drive up next to me and ask me, are you really naked? And I'm like, yeah, well, of course, why wouldn't I be? <laughs> but, you know, it's, I driving a tall vehicle, it's rare that I ever get seen. And those that are looking to see me, I'm happy to show. I want to get into your video updates because it's pretty much every day you're doing a video update to Twitter is where I see them. Uh, mm -hmm. And just, you know, sharing a bit about your day and updating on what, what you sort of got going on. When did you start doing that and start documenting your nakedness in that way? It's only been a, it's only been a couple of years. Um, I just felt like I needed an outlet. Um, I, uh, I had my own personal website, nakedrocky.com, which is, uh, in a state of disrepair and, and needs work. And, uh, I had put thousands and thousands of pictures on Flickr at one point, they're still out there. Um, I just felt like, you know, with the time that we had through COVID where we were so stuck in our own little worlds, I had very few people that I was keeping in contact with. Um, before COVID, my life was like naked dinner parties and naked pool parties and, and going to naked resorts out in Palm Springs or taking naked road trips or, you know, I, so many different things. But when COVID happened, it just, you know, it shut down our way of being. Um, and so many things changed because it went on for so long that our lives have just become completely different. And so I'm having a hard time trying to find that outlet and reconnect with the people that, you know, I'd like to just hang naked with or do naked things with. Why do you think that hasn't bounced back? Like, you know, lots of parts of our lives that we put on hold have just sort of come back and almost feel a bit like normal. Right. Why hasn't that aspect of your sort of social life and social network around naturism bounced back in the same way? I'd say 90% of the people that I used to interact with, um, COVID had such a drastic effect on their life that their lives just completely changed and they refocused the things that they want to be involved with and the nudity is not really as much prevalent in their life as it probably is in mine. Um, you know, people talk about doing things, but nothing seems to ever come to fruition. So it's just kind of a different mindset these days and, and people's focus is different. And I think also COVID created a lot of, you know, hardships with a lot of people, not only with, you know, their interactions with others, but financially as well affected a lot of people. So they're not traveling as much or going and doing things as much. And so it's just, there's just been so much change that it's just kind of, created this drastic effect in at least the things I like to do, my lifestyle and nudity and nude events and whatnot. Now, I still have a, you know, a small group of friends that we occasionally will, you know, converse, but we've had like no pool parties that I've gone to or no naked dinner parties that I've heard about or anything like that. So I just felt like it's just the change world and I'm just trying to you know, enjoy myself as much as possible and get myself out there, make new connections, at least try to make new connections. Um, 
you know, once we, uh, I think, I think we had discussed this at one point about, uh, you know, how I interact with the people that, uh, that follow me on Twitter, you know, I've got thousands of people that follow me, but probably only a handful of people that I normally interact with, maybe a dozen people that I, I will occasionally message. And it's usually just, you know, comments about, you know, what I do and, and how they like seeing what I do and things like that. But, you know, there hasn't been any, any meetings, there hasn't been any, you know, other than sharing photos or something like that, there really hasn't been much interaction. So it's like, well, I love putting myself out there. And, and I'm glad I have an audience that appreciates what they what they see and, and reacts to that. Uh, I would love to have more interaction with the people that uh, that follow me. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Because you've got a big audience, but you feel it's a bit of a one way traffic broadcasting out and not getting much in return. Yeah, very little, very little. Your content to me almost feels aspirational, almost. One, you've got great weather in California, which must make it easier. But just that freedom that you seem to have to be able to embrace being naked in all sorts of different situations. You know, I can imagine that if I was living somewhere where that wasn't so possible, you know, it's really inspiring. Well, I I appreciate that. I just, uh, it's just kind of the life I like to lead. And, and I just... Like I said, I feel comfortable in my skin and, and I prefer to to be naked. So I try to be naked as much as I can. And uh, I just like to share that with others. And, and you know, it's kind of funny. I've had people ask me, how do you get away with that? And I'm like, you just kind of have to be aware of the things around you and, and the people around you. And, you know, like I've said a thousand times before, it's all about timing. People are like, how do you get the shot like I posted a picture the other day where I was naked on an airplane in first class <laughs> and and the airplane was full. It was just watching the people around you, you know, seeing if they're napping or into their book or whatever, and just trying not to be too blatantly obvious, you know, throwing limbs everywhere <laughs> and all that stuff, just being subtle and, and relaxed. And, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to get away with that. But uh, I've uh, I think some of my favorite places of, of spending naked time is uh, in Hawaii. Uh, Maui's my favorite island, and I've gone there numerous times. And, and when I'm there, I'm naked pretty much everywhere on the island. Uh, my most favorite beach in the world is Little Beach in Maui, and it's just uh, it's just fantastic. It's like you were talking about environment, that talking about the perfect weather environment. Maui would be it because it's like, you know, in the 80s all the time and and just definitely naked friendly. Little Beach always ranks as one of the top gay beaches in the world, doesn't it? And I've never been there, but the way you're selling it sounds pretty awesome. Well, and there's and there's other beaches too uh, that that I've gone to on Maui. Uh, there's a one called Red Sand Beach. It's near Hana. Uh, there's another one they call Secret Beaches. is just a little bit north of where Little Beach is. Um, you know, Little Beach has kind of transitioned a lot through the years too. I was there. Uh, what was it three years ago now i think um right before the pandemic and um the nature of little beach has become way more um mixed it used to be a very gay end of the beach you could you know it was like all guys and they were all naked well not so much anymore um at least the last last couple of times i've been there it's uh it's gotten to be more of a um noted destination for a wild lifestyle so there's all kinds of men and women and even kids there sometimes and they're there about 
you know, the smoke in the pot on the beach or getting drunk or doing fire dancing at night or, you know, just the kind of the extreme things more so than just having it be a nude beach. Ah, that's interesting, isn't it? The last couple of times I've been there, I think I've spent more time on Secret Beach, which is a little further north from Little Beach than I have on, on Little Beach itself, just because it was so much more relaxed and peaceful and it was more of a, you know, chill place where you know it's basically you go to the beach to get naked and relax it's not there to do anything or you know be crazy or you know just all there's like at little beach you know it's famous for its sunday drum circle drum circle and fire dancing and all that stuff and on those days i was doing everything i could to avoid it just because <laughs> it got so crowded you didn't want to be part of the drum circle <laughs> yeah and the number of naked people there was just like maybe five percent so it was like <laughs> i felt out of place but uh you know it is what it is do you often plan your travel destinations around being able to get naked when you get there uh i like to yeah uh in fact i have one coming up i'm gonna be gone for uh, three weeks into florida and we're staying at a clothing optional resort for a week in uh, Key West. Ah, nice. At Island House or at... at um... uh, it's called uh, Equator. Oh, I, I know that. I haven't stayed there, but I've, I've walked past there a few times. Yeah, that looks nice. Yeah. It's a bit smaller, isn't it? And a bit... Uh, yeah. Knock, knock, yeah, a bit more low-key, but still quite nice. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I'm more, you know, low-key in my expressionism i guess it would be but you know i'm still i still put myself out there and again if if somebody is interested in watching me or you know the whole voyeuristic thing uh, i'm totally open to that but very few people ever reach out to me about that now i was wondering uh, have there ever been any downsides to your exhibition your public nudity have you ever had any disasters um well i've there's has been sometimes that have been caught um, or, you know, found out or whatever the situation might be. Um, let me give you just a couple of examples. Um, there's been times where, you know, I'm always I'm always when I'm with friends who are comfortable with my nudity, there'll be times where I'll be naked. And when I hand them my phone, they know, oh, God, he wants to get a picture somewhere. So that's happened numerous numerous times but quite often i'll just like i'll be having a road trip uh, me and a friend go to to vegas to the consumer electronics show every year and he's not a nudist but he's completely comfortable with me being naked and there'll be times where i'll be driving along and all of a sudden of course i'll be driving naked we'll pull off the side of the road and i just handed my phone and i said i want to get a picture in there and i like point in front of a road sign or whatever the situation is and I just get out of the car naked and he follows me with my phone to get the, to get the picture. Well, there's been times where I've had like people stop or cars pull up and screaming and yelling at me either in a fun, playful way or what the hell are you doing? And not kind so of, fun, playful way. But, you know, for the most part, my experiences have been favorable. Um, I've only had very very few like i could count them on one hand of bad experiences of where people got mad at me or I, I was driving naked on the freeway one day and a trucker was next to me and he got mad and he threw a water bottle at me i was Ugh. like you know you just you just never know there are some people that are comfortable with it and there are 
some people that are not. What's the legal situation in California? And is there a difference between California and, say, Nevada if you're driving to Vegas? Well, um, it's not legal. Oh, isn't it? What? So no. public nudity isn't legal. It is not legal. Um, but uh, there are areas on uh, BLM land in like if you're off-roading and that kind of stuff that would be legal so anywhere on um government land that's blm designated land what's blm designated land bureau of land management uh well is that sort of national park kind of territory yeah, or, yeah it's uh, like national park territory so uh, uh that anything that's blm land new just general nudity is allowed ah uh. so naked hiking and that kind of stuff oh perfect yeah so i i try to search out blm land <laughs> but uh but of course, as you can tell from my Twitter, that doesn't doesn't really doesn't hold you back that. too much. No. <laughs> well, what about bucket list aspirations for public nudity? What are some of the things that you'd still like to explore that you haven't, or something you'd like to do more of? Well, there's lots of places in the world that I I would love to go. Um, I mean, I've heard of um, naturist towns in France that I yes. would love to visit. Someday um, there, I mean, I've, I've been to, uh, your accent kind of sounds Australian. Oh, it's exactly Australian. No, you're totally right. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. I, Sydney is another one of my favorite places in the world. I've been there multiple times and just love it and would love to get back. But uh, I wanted to go to New Zealand. Uh, I would love to go to Bora Bora someday. Um, did Fiji, not a big fan. Um, although I did rent a private island for a day, we flew out by helicopter and we had a naked day on a private island <laughs> in Fiji, which was It doesn't fantastic. sound too bad, no. <laughs> oh, no, that was, that was pretty great. But uh, no, something interesting that, that many people don't know about my... Um, my past with my husband is when we first got together, um, you know, the oddest situations bring couples together, right? So when we met, we met actually in a bathhouse. So we met naked. Mm. And my life at that point was like naked anywhere, anytime, as much as I could. Yeah. And so he got used to that with me and joined me for like the naked pool parties and the naked dinners and got to know a bunch of my naked friends and i had these naked gatherings i would go to in palm springs twice a year and one of them fell in the in the fall in october and uh in october of 2013 him and i got married and had a naked wedding and there were 60 of our closest friends and it was all men all naked at a resort in palm springs no way that's and, amazing yeah, it was at the triangle Inn in palm springs and the owners are amazing people and were extremely helpful and one of the owners married us the other owner uh was our photographer uh all of my friends got together and put down put together a sit-down dinner for 60 of us and it was a whole full naked day it was just truly amazing that's just must be like the naked fantasy. You know, it's hard to even articulate that as a as a dream wedding to then make it a reality like you did must have just been mind blowing. It was it was pretty fantastic. Did you have to talk your husband into that? Because you were he knew he was comfortable with your nakedness and had been part of it. Uh -huh. But the naked wedding probably wasn't on his wish list, was it? No, it definitely wasn't on his <laughs> list. Uh, but as you know, he got to know all the people around me and 
he became more comfortable in his skin as well. But you would think, you know, I've done pornos, I would be comfortable in my skin. But for the most part, he's not. He's and he's just a shy guy. So, uh, but you know, his comfortability with all the people that I dealt with on a day by day basis when I would do these events or you know get together with them on a on a local basis, school parties, dinner parties, whatever the case may be. Um, he just became more comfortable in those situations. So it, it was nothing for him, but, uh, it, it was just truly amazing. The fact that not only was the guy who was marrying us naked, but everybody was naked yeah. and it was naked mandatory all day. And it was all men. And we just, it was just relaxed and comfortable and just, like a whole huge group of friends. Was it sort of a self-selecting guest list? Because obviously it was mandatory naked for everyone who came. So did you only invite people that you knew would be cool with that? Or did some people have to opt out and saying, I'm not going to do the naked wedding? Um, no. So I, I made it like a, a announcement to all my, my gay nudist friends and some gay friends who were not nudists. And I said, you know, going into this, you know, we would love to have you be part of our day. However, it's naked mandatory. Yeah. Uh, not clothing optional. It's naked mandatory. So when you show up at the resort, if you're not staying there already, you have to get naked and you will be naked with us all day. Right. Um, and there's there was a few people that decided not to come. And of course, you know, there was uh, kind of interesting that uh, you know, I had family, family members reach out to me and say, well, how come you're you're getting married with a bunch of guys. I can't, how come the girls can't come? And I said, well, it's a naked wedding. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Question answered. <laughs> so, but, you know, it was so funny because when when we were thinking about doing this, we were like, well, we at least need to get pictures of the family. So we, <laughs> what the... you know, we got, we got, you know, a pair of black slacks and, and a tuck shirt and bow ties. And we, you know, put those on for, for pictures that were uh, before the actual event. And so we briefly got dressed and went around and took those pictures. Well, amazingly enough, we took those pictures at like nine o'clock in the morning. And the owner of the, uh, one of the owners of the uh, uh, Triangle Inn actually printed them out and had them, on the table with the the wedding cake and the champagne and everything amazing. at our wedding it was oh, it's amazing but you know he was taking getting up on the roof of the of the inn taking pictures of the whole group <laughs> and, uh, it, was, it was fantastic did you wear any accessories like even like though it's naked and everyone's naked like as a bow tie of, just the bow tie yeah okay no, just that, the bow tie. a tasteful bow tie is all you need <laughs> just the bow tie around my neck yeah no okay that was my next question <laughs> bow tie around my neck Although, you know, it's so funny because this group of, of friends that uh, were there for our wedding, they're all real big on, uh, you know, the, the cock rings. Yeah, the, it's the it would be the occasion to really go to town on that kind of stuff, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, on, on a normal occasion where it wasn't like a special event for the wedding. Uh, yeah, I'd be the first one to have a variety of cock rings, ball stretchers, head rings, all that other stuff on. So. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. I guess my final question is if someone was a bit inspired by you and wanted to get naked and experience the thrill of exhibitionism, what advice or guidance would you give them? Uh, well, I think it also goes back to what I was mentioning earlier is that 
it's super important to you got to be comfortable with the skin you're in of course um and just be aware of your environment and um you know given how i've been at this since my 20s and i'm in my 60s now so it's you just uh you kind of have to be aware of your environment to keep people not really at bay but just so you're not offending others and that you can have the lifestyle that you want to have without impacting another person's life in a negative way um i i'm real big on everyone should enjoy their life as much as possible and do whatever it is that makes them happy but when it starts impacting somebody else's life in a negative way then that's that's kind of where i want to stop um so i always try to be aware of the people around me and just to make sure that i'm keeping everybody happy around me as much as possible so whether it's me showing off to them or me keeping myself covered to not show myself off to them then so be it well, that brings us to the end of this episode. You can find me on Twitter at GTV London. Today's guest has been Naked Rocky. You can find him on Twitter at Naked Rocky. Stay naked, stay sexy, and we'll see you next time. Bye.